boom, chicka 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 boom, 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 yeah. boom, 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 yes, sir. Boom, boom, boom. Let's get it. Boom, rising up, back on the street. Did my time, took my motherfucking chances. Went the distance, now I'm back on my feet. Just a man and his will to survive. Yeah. It's the eye of the honky, it's the thrill of the fight. Rising up to the challenge of our rival. And, uh, you know what it is. Welcome to the Super Honky Podcast. Today is December the 22nd, 2023. We are just three days away from Christmas 2023. How is everyone doing today? How the fuck is it going today? 72 hours away from Christmas. Sorry I've been gone a while. Um, It's been over a week since I posted. It's been actually damn near two weeks. And I apologize for that, you guys. I have been mentally absolutely in the goddamn shitter lately. And when I'm in the shitter... I would draw from society. I would draw from life. It is one of my biggest weaknesses in life. One of my one of my mental problems is when things get tough, good old Dennis Sanders disappears. <laughs> and that's what I've been doing lately. I've been pulling a disappearing act. I haven't wanted to fucking buckle down and get this shit done because I've been uh, depressed. I don't want to down you guys out, but hey, I'm all about being honest, so let's be honest. Life fucking sucks right now. I lost my job back in August. I am still not fucking working. It's been four fucking goddamn months. And for the first few months, it wasn't really a big deal. I had money in savings. I had money backed up. No big deal. I was able to make my bills, able to make rent, make my credit card payment. Still had money to even buy a few things I didn't exactly need or buy my son some things that he doesn't exactly need. You know, things that are not necessity. And uh, that's all coming to a screeching halt as of the last four weeks. I'm finally at the point where I have no fucking money. Uh, this month is the first time in fucking a decade that I literally cannot pay my credit card payment. So $210 credit card payment, and I can't send it off. Christmas is three days away. Barely have a damn thing for my son for Christmas. It's absolutely eating me alive. I feel terrible for it. I mean, he understands. He is almost 15 years old, so he gets it. He knows when we're doing, you know, when we're doing better financially, when we're not. So it's not like it's a shock to anyone or to him or anything but I still feel terrible and at the end of the day I I definitely make up for it I mean there's been maybe a one birthday in the past or something where I didn't have money on that particular day and I told him look I'm not getting you anything today but I've always been transparent and honest with it but I'm gonna hook you up in the near future and I always do so even though I don't have anything spectacular for him in a few days for Christmas it's only a matter of time before I'm gonna send him something and I've never looked at Christmas as the one, the one day to get something big for my son the way my parents did. My parents always treated it like, it could be fucking March. I want something that's 10 bucks. They're like, wait for Christmas. I'm like, what the fuck? It costs $5. Can I just have it now? It's not even going to be cool come Christmas. Grandma, fucking nine months later, everyone already has the Gamagachi. They're already on like level fucking 300 with their pet taking craps all over the screen and now you're gonna finally get me one when they're no longer cool no one's fucking with them anymore grandma shit you know what i mean so i've never looked at it like i've never been like that with my son if he wants something so long as i have the money i get it for him it don't matter if it's march 10th or fucking december 22nd or christmas if he wants it i get it for him so Yes, it sucks. Yes, I'm a little depressed that I'm not really going to be able to hook him up too big on Christmas Day this year. But at the end of the day, this kid is not lacking. I literally, at the snap of a finger, anything he wants, I pretty much get for him. There's only been like, I can't even really think of a time where there's something he's wanted where I'm like, uh, sorry, I can't get it. Nah, hook this kid up. He's ridiculously spoiled. So for me to be guilt tripping myself the way I'm doing is ridiculous when I really sit here and try to think about it. 
but yeah, I've been going through hardships. Um, my money's running out. Shit's getting bad. Um, I'm in a fucking big loop around with Walmart. If you guys remember episode, I believe one or two, I spoke about how I lost the job at Walmart. I was working at Walmart, um, throwing freight overnight, working the graveyard shift, throwing freight. And I've mentioned it in other episodes, but for some fucking reason, I absolutely loved that job. I loved working there. It sounds crazy to admit, crazy to say out loud. I'm 40 years old, I've had a ton of jobs. I've worked so many call center jobs, so many customer service jobs on the phone, helping people over the phone with troubleshooting their internet, their phone service, this kind of shit. That was my background. I spent all my time in call centers. And after doing that for like 10, 15 years and losing every single call center job I've ever fucking had, I started to realize it was because I'm not good at sitting still. I should not be sitting in a cubicle all fucking day long. You put me in a cubicle all day, every day, I'm bound to get in trouble. I'm bound to get tired of it. I'm bound to stop getting to work on time. For one reason or another, I'm gonna end up getting fired or I'm gonna quit if I'm doing a call center job. Even though I'm really good at it, even though that's where most of my fucking experience sad or even though that's where most of my experience sadly exists is in the realm of call centers and customer service and shit. I can't do that shit anymore. It's like literally mental suicide. It's just like slow mental suicide working in customer service where customers don't give a fuck about you. The company doesn't give a fuck about you. They just want you to keep them with the company paying their bill. But at the end of the day, they don't give a shit about you. You got these customers on the phone cussing you out and getting so much attitude with you. And you got to sit there and, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry about that, Mr. Robinson. Yeah. Yeah, I know your internet's not working, and that's that's my fault. I am so terribly sorry for this that your internet's not working. Even though it's your goddamn fault, I'm going to do everything possible to walk you through um, getting your internet back on. No, Mr. Robinson, we're going to have to power cycle. No, I understand you don't want to unplug your router. I understand. I'm sorry. But this is what we're going to have to do to get your internet back. Yeah can't do that shit anymore I'm tired of it I still remember working at a call center and they have what's called quality assurance it's basically a team that will listen into your calls they'll take like a random 10 calls a month you know out of the thousand some odd calls you may take a month in a call center they'll randomly listen to 10 of your calls and then if you say anything wrong you know, they bring you in. They're like, hey, these are the calls we listen to. You're, you fucked up here. Uh, you did a good job here, whatever. And they point out, you know, what you're doing right and what you're doing wrong. And I was nailing it at this call center I was working at. I was one of the top in sales. I don't care to name the, the fuck, fuck it. It was Comcast. I was working for Comcast. I was one of the top people in sales as far as commission for the team that was troubleshooting the phone, internet services and shit, right? So basically, I'm working in a department that didn't even focus on sales. Our focus was on troubleshooting Again, people's internet services, their phone services, their television services, all three of the, the fucking Comcast services, right? Now it's called Xfinity or whatever the fuck they call it these days. It used to be called Comcast. And they call me in for my monthly, you know, where they go over my calls and shit. And this bitch had the fucking nerve to tell me, you did really good on this call, but they, she marked it a fail. Because I literally failed to ask about a baby crying in the fucking background. So I'm on the call with this customer, right? This customer is pissed. They're trying to get their fucking internet working. Their internet's been going on and off, on and off for like the last week or two, just at random. They work from home. So obviously the, the internet's far more important to them working from home than it is for just some random fucking people. And uh, long story short, they had like a toddler in the background crying and the fucking, my manager, not manager, whoever the fuck they called him, the people that did, qual the quality assurance team, the fucking dude was like, 
when there when there's a baby crying in the background, that's an opportunity for you to build rapport. You should have asked them what was going on, why the baby was crying. Maybe ask what the baby's name is. Maybe fucking see if you can get a picture of the baby's penis. Maybe they'll fucking send it to you via text message. You know, doing all this weird shit. I don't give a fuck about a baby. I'm here to fix your fucking internet, your phone, or your goddamn TV. I'm not here to fucking pretend that I want to be your goddamn best friend and ask about your fucking baby that I don't give a shit about crying in the background. I don't give a fuck about your baby, right? Just like you don't give a fuck about me. You give a fuck about me helping you fix your internet, and that's where it, that's where it ends. There's no more. You don't give a fuck about my personal life, my addictions, my friends that have hung themselves. I don't give a fuck about your baby. You called to get your internet fixed. I'm here to fix your internet. Sounds like a fucking perfect opportunity, or perfect opportunity, right? Did a good job? They didn't think so, just because I didn't fucking ask about the baby crying in the background. That was when I finally got to the point that I'm like, I'm done with this shit. Fuck this customer service shit. And it wasn't like I was rude. I was, I was very polite on every call. Thank you. I appreciate it. Is there anything else you need help with before I let you go today? All right, Mr. Robinson, you have a fantastic rest of your day. I appreciate you calling in. Take care. I know how to be professional. But I'm not going to be flamboyant and lightweight, sound like I'm fucking gay. You know what I mean? Who the fuck is going to ask about a baby in the background? It's usually what gay men do. Oh, yeah, the baby in the background sounds so cute. Oh, my God. What's his name? Oh, my God. That's something that either women do or gay men that are, like, outwardly flamboyant. That's not me. Why are you trying to change my personality? I am who I am. You hired me to fucking fix people's internet problems. I'm doing that. I'm doing a great job at it. But they always got to pick. They always got to pry. They always want you to do something just a little bit better. And they make up these problems that are not even problems. That's the shit I got tired of. Fuck that. So long story short, after doing call centers for all these years, I finally was like, fuck, I can't do this shit anymore. But it sucks because I don't have experience doing anything else. I didn't go to college. I did, but I didn't fucking graduate. So I don't have experience doing anything else. So even though I started getting to the point where I realized, fuck, I can't be doing this customer service shit anymore. I also knew, well, fuck, I'm getting older and it's the only thing I have experience doing. Like, what am, am I going to go from making almost 20 an hour, you know, 10 years ago? Am I going to go from making almost 20 an hour doing call center tech support shit and then try to jump into a, a trade that will pay me $9 or 10 you know, an hour for the first two to five years just to maybe one day get 30 plus an hour? I mean, at the time, yeah, it probably would have been a good idea to think that way. But I was looking at it like, fuck, I need this money today. Fuck, I could barely make my rent already as it is. I need every fucking dollar I have. I can't sacrifice three, four dollars an hour or more for fucking two, three years just so that I can build up experience in a trade or somewhere else to finally get back to what I was getting in a call center or, you know, eventually more. Because obviously trades pay way more than what fucking tech support at a call center pays. And had I known this getting out of high school, I would have just fucking, I would have instantly tried to get into some kind of trade. Electrical, plumbing, fucking roofing. I don't give a fuck. Some kind of trade. And I never got any experience in any trades. I worked masonry, but it was for like two weeks. It was too hard. I could definitely be on my feet all day. I could definitely work labor. But masonry is no fucking joke. If you are a fucking dude working in masonry, you are a fucking dude's dude. You're a fucking alpha dude, bro. Because fucking working masonry, that shit kicked my ass. And I did it for two weeks when I was like 19 in the prime shape of my life. I could only imagine doing that shit right now. 40 years old, waking up, my lower back's already sore, and I gotta go fucking pick up rebar all fucking day out in the hot-ass sun. Yeah, hats off to you guys. That's something I cannot do. 
That's something I knew from a very young age. I cannot do this shit. I could do physical labor, but not that type of physical labor. Fuck all of that. And honestly, it, it makes sense why so many people that do construction or that are in the field of construction, it makes sense why so many of them are either fucking cokeheads, uh, addicted, addicted to meth or like alcohol, fucking raging alcoholics. Because that job fucking sucks, dude. You're tired as fuck. Literally just beats you up all day every day. So they're like fucking around with uppers just to barely get through the day every day. Yeah, not for me. Nope, not doing it. Nope, not tonight. And because of that, when I started looking at other types of jobs I could do, when I first moved out here from Sacramento out here to northern Idaho where I'm currently living, um, the, the, the town I'm in is small, so there's not a lot of opportunity as far as jobs. It's not like Sacramento where I can go look at 100,000 different jobs that maybe I could qualify to, you know, to get or whatever. Out here, we have a Walmart. I mean, I'm not saying we're in a town that only has 500 people. There is stuff out here, but it's not as plentiful as Sacramento. The opportunity is very small. Um, and since I don't have any experience in a trade, you know, I can't go get on with some construction crew out here paying decent. I can't fucking... So my, my, my opportunities are small. So when I got out here, I'm like, well, fuck, I got to get something. We came out here without having a job. We had money saved up, um, grabbed the U-Haul, all the shit, threw all our shit in the U-Haul, drove out here, and didn't have much of a game plan. We just knew we were moving out of state, and we knew that we would need to get a job in the very near future because we had only had a certain amount of money, um, you know, in savings in order to ride out until we get a job. Get out here, and I'm like, well, fuck, uh, I guess I'll look into maybe working at this Walmart temporarily until I find something better. Because again, not very many opportunities up this way. And I get on, and lo and behold, I fucking loved it. I literally loved what I was doing. Just showing up to work, got my box cutter, throw my headphones in. It was right when the store was getting ready to close, so it wasn't like I had to deal with the hassle of customers fucking bumping into me, asking me where shit is. You know where the sugar is, bitch? Do not see that big ass sign. Literally says sugar right above your head, you motherfucker. You know, I didn't have to deal with this shit. Just get there, put my headphones in, have my box cutter, turn on my podcast I like listening to, cut open a fresh palette, grab all the cases, unbox them, put the shit on the shelf, clean up. Dude, that was my day. It sounds boring as hell to most of you guys. I enjoyed it. For someone with ADHD, that job was me. I'm on the move. I was averaging about 8 to 10 miles walked every single night. And I'm lifting thousands and thousands of pounds throughout the night. You know, one case 20 pounds, one case 40 pounds, this is 10 pounds. And just lifting small amounts of weight all throughout the night. I lost weight. For the first time ever, I had washboard fucking stomach. You know, I've always had, ever since you get out of high school, fucking 10, 15 years later, you start to develop a little pot belly unless you're hella active. And I'm not active. Thank God I don't drink beer. Otherwise, I'd have a big old pot belly. But sitting in a call center on my ass, I started getting a little, a little mini pot belly going. The non-alcoholic pot belly. You know what I mean? Just being a lazy shit and sitting on video games and sitting in a desk job for so many years. And I started to uh, develop all types of health problems. I, I got diagnosed with GERD, which is like acid reflux. I got diagnosed with fucking other stomach problems. Um, and I think a lot of it was just attributed to me sitting on my ass working in a call center. I've never been fat. I've never been like overweight necessarily, but I could tell that I was having like issues with blood flow, things like this. Um, arms going to sleep easily. I remember there were times where if I'm sitting on the toilet, my legs would go to sleep within fucking like one minute of sitting on the toilet. <laughs> There's so many times I can remember trying to get up off the toilet and both my legs are just dead. I'm sure you guys have dealt with that at some point or another. And if you haven't, you're not very old yet. 
started dealing with that probably in my mid-30s. I haven't dealt with it in a while, but again, because my I'm, I was walking around, so I don't have these problems as much because, again, working at Walmart, walking around, I started noticing a lot of these health problems I were having going away, you know? My blood's my blood is flowing within my body. You're not very good at describing shit, Dennis. You're like fumbling over what you're saying. I know, but what the fuck do you want from me? I'm supposed to fucking record for an hour every single week. I'm over here stressing out. Think I want to sit here and blab into a microphone for an hour? I do. <laughs> Just not today. But that's the thing. When you take on something and you want to take it serious, you have to do it even when you don't want to do it. Right? You guys got to wake up and go to work and do some shit job you don't want to do. I got to wake up and fucking record the podcast if I ever want to not have to go to work. I'd like to believe that if I could stay consistent with this, that maybe one day I don't got to go to places like Walmart. And I could literally just live comfortably just from my podcast, maybe from my music, you know, maybe from some other side job. I am a hit man, so... And I don't charge much. $1,000, I'll take anyone you want off this planet. <laughs> oh, I'm funny. But yeah. So, long story short again, I'm trying to get back on with Walmart. I lost my job because some asshole came up to me and tried to fight me over a goddamn pallet jack, of all things. I don't care to uh, go over that story again. If you guys want to listen to about the, the shitty drama that unfolded on how I lost the job at Walmart after almost two years up there, just go listen to episode two, I believe it is. Maybe three, I think it's two. But I, I, I talk all about what happened, but this... More or less, this dude tried to fight me at work, and I said something stupid I shouldn't have said, and I got fired. He did not. He's been at the company 20 fucking years, and I think that's all it came down to. This dude can walk around bullying people, doing whatever the fuck he wants, and they're not going to let him go just because he's been there so goddamn long. Um, and when I was let go, they told me, you're eligible for rehire. This is not, this is not a code um, so when they let you go, when they terminate you, they put a little code in the system. And depending on what that code is, it tells the system whether or not you are eligible to come back after a certain amount of time or not, right? So if you punch someone in the mouth or some crazy shit, or you're sexually harassed or some, you know, whatever some crazy shit is, they put a code in, and even 10 years from now, you get on Walmart's website and you try to apply, it's going to flag you and it's going to say, nope, you're not eligible to work at Walmart ever again, right? When I was terminated, my boss told me, we're not going to put in a code that's going to prevent you from not coming back. My boss made it clear. He didn't even want to fire me. He's like, honestly, I don't want to let you go over this or uh, let you go for this. I'm pretty pissed off about the whole situation. He put the code in, he told me I'm eligible for rehire, but that I'd have to wait the, uh, I think it's 90 days or whatever it is, right? And uh, long story short, I want to come back. I've been trying to come back to Walmart, but I haven't been able to because their website is like fucking up where when I put in my social, I'm getting flagged with that message saying I'm not eligible for rehire. My old boss tells me he's not lying. I finally decide to call associate relations after weeks of going back and forth trying to find out what's going on. Can I come back? Can I not come back? Just be honest with me. What the fuck is going on? I end up speaking with associate relations, which is more or less like corporate for Walmart. It's like who you can contact if your managers at your local store can't figure out what's going on. You know what I'm saying? It's like going up the ladder a little bit. And when I contact associate relations, there's numerous employees I've spoken with over the course of the last few months. And every time they look up my ID number, they say, yes, the code that's in the system says that you are eligible for rehire. You can definitely come back to Walmart. You shouldn't have any problems going back to your old store and reapplying and getting back on. But the issue is with the goddamn website. 
Even though Associate Relations is telling me, yes, you're eligible for rehire, you should be able to go back, no problems. Even though my manager told me when they let me go, no, you can come back. Honestly, my manager told me, we would like, I would like you personally to come back. You were a great employee. I was. I busted my ass. I enjoyed it. Again, I enjoyed it. Why am I going to be a shitty employee at a job that I actually fucking enjoyed? I fucking hate everything in life. I enjoyed this job. I legitimately was digging it. Yeah, would I like to get paid more? Of course. But I was making a little over 20-something an hour. For me, not having a college degree, you know, never having a fucking experience in a trade, focusing all my life on music, I didn't care about anything other than music. That's the main reason why I lost all these jobs over the years. That's the main reason why my job history is fucking terrible. It's not because I'm a terrible person. It's because I literally gave everything of my being to music. Woke up every minute of every day and all I did is focus on music. Had ex-girlfriends that could have ended up being wives. Genuinely great girlfriends, good people. I loved them. And guess what? I didn't give a shit when they're like, if you don't get a job, fucking I'm going to move out and fucking... I didn't give a shit. Bye. All I did was focus on my music. I've lost so many relationships, friendships, jobs, because I was chasing music. I wanted to make it. I wanted to succeed. I wanted to be successful making music. And I knew the only way to do that is to go all fucking in. Not halfway in, not put your toes in the water and splish, splash around a little bit. No, you want to make it with music, you have to dedicate everything of your fucking well-being to it. Otherwise, you're never going to make it. And even then, it's still very, very difficult to get into the music industry and make some fucking noise. Very difficult. But that's what I had my sights set on. And because of that, again, I fucked up my job history. I fucked up hella jobs that could have actually been good careers. And when I got out here, not many options. Get on with Walmart. I like it. So because of that, during this time I've been unemployed, I have to admit I've been fairly lazy with trying to find something else. Since I was told I can come back to Walmart, by not only my boss, but also associate relations and all this shit, my mind is like, fuck everything else. I don't want to go through the hassle of sending in fucking 100 resumes to these websites that don't even respond and all this shit. I'm going to get back on with Walmart. But again, I'm having this issue with their fucking website flagging my social security number, telling me I'm not eligible, so I'm not working right now. And now I'm finally at the point where it's like, well, fuck. Fuck diddle-daddling around with fucking Walmart anymore. At this point, I finally need to man the fuck up and find something, even if it's not goddamn Walmart, even if it's not something I really want to do. I just got to fucking get something. And I've been coming to this realization in the last two, three days. It's like, fuck. I'm finally at that point where I've been riding this shit for a while. The wheels are starting to fucking burn off. I'm letting people down. I got my girl coming home pissed off, you know. She's been coming home lately stressing out, of course, because of finances, you know, this kind of thing. And with my childlike behavior, I'll be sitting on these video games trying to act like fucking none of this matters sometimes. When I get so stressed out to the point where I'm like shaking and don't know what else to do, I literally get on a video game like a little kid. <laughs> Fuck, ADHD is very cool. And it's just because when I'm so stressed, I can't fucking deal with it. So it's like video games for me are like tune everything else out. Because even it's like drugs, basically, for some people. Some people might take drugs because it helps them you know, not stress over their goddamn life for an hour or two or for however long. And video games like that are for me, the same thing for me. Even though I know, fuck, I probably shouldn't be on this game right now. I should be online looking for a job. I need to be out doing this. Got some chores and some errands and shit I gotta do. I gotta do this and this. Instead of doing all this, I'm like, I'll just get on this game. And then now I'm not thinking about all this other shit that I know I gotta do that's stressing me the fuck out. Same thing with drugs or alcohol. P 
People get home from work, they're stressed the fuck out. Their boss was chewing them out. They wanted to punch their goddamn supervisor in the throat. Supervisor. Want to punch their supervisor in the throat. And instead of doing that, they come home and they get into a bottle of liquor. Next thing you know, they're hammered drunk. And now all the problems that exist temporarily feel like they don't exist, right? You're numbing the pain. You're masking the pain. And that's what I do with these goddamn video games. Like I'm some fucking ignorant little kid. <sighs> so of course, because of that, my lady's coming home from work after a long day. She's tired. She knows we're hurting on money, this kind of shit. We're fucking trying to figure out what bills need to be for sure paid right now, which bills can hold off for a week or two kind of deal. And she's coming home and 40-year-old grown man sitting at the computer like, hey, babe, how was your day? And I'm fucking playing a video game. Fucking idiot. You fucking idiot, Dennis. Are you ever going to grow up? You ever going to grow up, bro? You're never going to grow up? You're just going to... You're a fucking Toys R Us kid, huh? There's a million toys at Toys R Us that Grandma wouldn't take you up there to play with. She always act like she was too broke to take your ass to Toys R Us. And now, you're trying to live like you're a fucking 8-year-old boy trapped in a 40-year-old guy's body. It's pretty much what I am. Ugh. <sighs> when I need to be getting a goddamn job. So I'm now at the point where, you know, I can't do this shit anymore. So of course I've been stressed because of that. I don't want to fucking do a podcast. I'm like, how the fuck am I going to mosey my way through an hour long podcast trying to act like, <laughs> like things are peachy, like things are going well. I can't get on here and be fake and try to act like I'm having a good week. But then earlier this morning, I kind of thought people love drama, dumbass. If anything, your podcast is going to be better when you're irritated, when you're pissed off, when I'm dealing with all this crazy shit, then it's going to be way better than if you get on here and you're like, oh, I'm having a great week. Everything's going good. Yeah, fucking it's sunny outside. You can only take so much positivity. That shit gets annoying after a while. Sorry, trying to take a drink of this fucking Pepsi Cola classic right here real quick. But yeah, I was just thinking, I'm like, bro, everybody loves negativity. So I'm over here in a corner all week and my head's like, you know, a voice in my head's like, you know, you got to do your podcast, bro. You, you told him, you told him several times, Dennis, you told him that you were committed and you told these motherfuckers that they can expect a new episode between, you know, no less than no more than seven days. Every seven days or less, you told them that you were going to put a new episode online, and here you are. It's been 10, maybe 11 days or so, and you still haven't put a new episode. And then, you know, the other half of my brain's like, yeah, but things are bad right now, man. Like, how the fuck can I bring myself to go record for an hour with the way I'm feeling? My son's not getting a Christmas really this year. Fucking the tree's up, but there's nothing underneath it. You're fucking failing right now. And then I started thinking this morning, that's exactly what people want to hear. Because a lot of a lot of people out there, a lot of us are failing. A lot of us are struggling. A lot of us might not be able to get the gifts that we want to get for our kids this year for Christmas. A lot of us are having problems getting a fucking job that pays enough for you to not only pay your rent, but feel like you could do something other than sit down and play a goddamn video game all day like you're some fucking seven-year-old kid fucking juiced up on Ritalin. So this is what people should hear. But it still doesn't make it any easier. You probably hear the goddamn anxiety in my voice I'm having. But it's okay. I will be just fine. Like I told one of my buddies yesterday when he was like, man, I hope you'll be all right. Uh, you know, hit me up if you need anything, this and this. I'm like, bro, the good news is I've been here before. As someone that dedicated 15 years of my life, every waking moment of every fucking day to working on music and not really focusing on school, focusing on education, focusing on, you know, work experiences type of shit. And then this morning, my cousin, I got, well, when I, after waking up, I get on Facebook and I got a message from my cousin. I haven't seen her, haven't spoke with her in well over a decade. And 
she left me a message saying that she had been listening to my podcast and was just asking how I was doing and whatnot. And that's literally sometimes all the little tidbit. That's the only thing you need sometimes is to keep it going. Because up until that point, I wasn't planning on recording a new episode today. I've been stressed out, haven't really been wanting to fuck with the podcast. And I've been feeling bad because I told everybody I was going to do a new episode, um, you know, every seven days or sooner. And here I am. It's fucking day 10. Luckily, I woke up early, um, went to bed early last night. My lady took off to work. And usually when I wake up stupid early in the morning and I got fucking eight to 10 hours of just me sitting here in my room with not a whole lot to do, makes it a lot easier for me to do my podcast. And up until today, I've been a fucking lazy son of a bitch. I've been sleeping until fucking noon, 1 p.m. type shit. And then by the time I'm fully awake, my lady's already home. And when she's home, it's harder for me to record the podcast because there's more noise in the apartment. I got people walking back and forth, her opening the door, this type of shit. My dog, I can't get him to lay still. Goddamn Reggie Ruger over here going ape shit every damn day. And he's over there in the background right now. Got my jacket over him so you can't hear him doing his fucking... <sighs> Shit gets kind of annoying. Love that dog, but he's he's a loud breather. So yeah. Thank you uh, to my cousin that reached out. Sometimes that's all you need to keep it moving. You know what I mean? Some someone Someone saying something nice like that. Same thing with my music. Sometimes I'll go fucking a long time without making anything new and I'll get a random message or see a comment and then I'm like, damn, why are we not doing music anymore? We should be doing this shit every fucking day. But it's hard. There's bills to be paid. There's all kinds of shit that we got to do. And you can hear my dog in the background letting out a long-winded sigh. He just gets to kick it. He don't got to worry about a job. He just fucking worries about how am I going to get outside to drop some moose biscuits out in the grass. That's all he worries about. And when I'm going to feed him, it don't matter if it's been an hour or if it's been 12. My dog is always ready to eat something. His fat ass pot belly. Goddamn gypsy snake over here. Reggie will eat anything. Anywhere, anytime, any place. Give a Reggie a bone. He's ready for it. How about those 49ers, you guys? Fucking 49ers have won six games in a row. Won five straight, then fucking lost three, and then have gone on a, a six-game tear. So 49ers are balling, 11-3. and three. The fucking Ravens, Baltimore Ravens, are also 11-3. and three. And those two teams clash this Christmas Day. You better believe it. It's like a 5 p.m. start time. 49ers and the Ravens. I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be a Christmas present in and of itself. So long as the 49ers win. Hopefully they do. Hopefully Brock Purdy's out there slinging. Slinging that rock. Let's go get it, boy. Sacramento Kings have been balling for the most part. Um, they're like fourth or fifth in the West right now. Uh, so yeah, my sports have been going good. And that's one thing I've I've kind of noticed a pattern in my life that whenever whenever I'm like doing bad and kind of down and out financially, my sports teams are always going crazy. But they never fucking do well when I'm doing decent in life. When I'm like, you know, when I'm living well financially, my sports teams are always dog shit. That's what I'm trying to say. They can never seem to do well when I'm doing well. Why can't we ever sync up at the same time? getting sick of it man but yeah outside of that just been just been same old same old nothing new just decided i'd wake up and get this damn podcast going again you know trying to push through this shit push through this feeling of just i don't want to do this shit i hate change i think that's another thing it comes down to is i get kind of iffy whenever it comes down to like changing everything up i don't like change sometimes change is good sometimes but i feel like most of the time for me i don't like it i hate adapting to new shit i don't want to do it i want to do what i was doing but i'm good i'm used to this shit like i was saying earlier 
there's no need to stress about the old super honky here because uh, I've had so many ups and downs throughout my life. It's normal. My life is literally just a roller coaster of ups and downs. Um, lots of lows. And I'm used to the lows. The lows. When all you do is fucking spend all day fucking working on music, trying to make it as an artist or any kind of fucking creative artwork, and you don't have a backup plan, you're going to deal with a ton of lows, a bunch of lows. And I've dealt with a bunch of lows. So it's nothing. I'm going to bounce back. I always do bounce back. And usually when I bounce back, for the most part, it's usually better than where I was before I fucking fell off. <sighs> and like they say, it's not about fucking how far you can throw a baseball. It's about how many times you can get back up after throwing a baseball or some shit like that. <laughs> but you know what I'm trying to say. I'll get back up, I always do, and then I'll fall back down again. And then I'll get back up like I always do until I can't anymore, my friend. It's pretty much life. Half the time I want to do a podcast. The other half of the time I do. Half the time I'm fucking anxious as to what I'm going to say on the podcast. And the other time I'm like, well, that's exactly what needs to be said. You're fucking, uh, you know, show some vulnerability one time. Make yourself vulnerable. That's what makes artists better, in my opinion. I don't like when artists are fucking fake. Whether you're a musician, whether you're a podcaster, I like when people are open and they're willing to be vulnerable with their, aud with their audience. You know, not be so goddamn professional 24-7. Fucking shitheads. It's a new game out called The Finals. You guys should check it out. It's fucking amazing. Came out earlier in December. Been kind of bombing on that lately. Uh, and outside of that, dealing with a little bit of a head cold. I think my my lady brought home fucking COVID-14 or some shit. My fucking nose has been all backed up. You can probably hear it in my voice. I kind of got a Barry White voice going on in this episode. Got that low voice. Sinus shit going on. Uh... Yeah, and as far as COVID goes, fucking good old COVID-48. As far as I know, I've only had that shit one time. I know people that have had that shit five, six, seven times already, which is crazy. Even when working at Walmart, I only had the shit once, at least to my knowledge. And it wasn't even that bad. I was all stressing out about it back when, you know, we were in the middle of the pandemic shit and they were making it seem like people were dropping like flies because of COVID. I was all panicking, fucking chain smoking, cigarette smoking, my heart. I have heart problems, stomach problems, all this type of shit. They had me lightweight nervous when they were talking about COVID fucking in the middle of the pandemic. And I got it and it made me puke fucking puke i fucking don't like that word it made me vomit i also don't like that word it made me throw up throw up the first day i had it i threw up had a fever um but after that it wasn't really that bad it was like two days three days maybe tops that it sucked one day that was really bad but the other two days not that bad just kind of achy and just want to chill and just lay in bed kind of deal um and as far as I know, that's the only time I've had that shit. Knock on wood. But uh, right now, I'm just dealing with some kind of head cold shit. My lady wasn't feeling well the other day. I think she's doing better today. She sounds better. Sounds better yesterday, even. I think it was only like a two, three day kind of deal. And uh, fuck, as far as like sore throat shit, I used to get sore throats all the fucking time when I was a kid. I don't know what it was. Literally, I remember fucking... It felt like at least 10 days a month I, I fucking had a sore throat when I was like elementary school age and shit. Sore throats were terrible. I remember like doctors suggesting that I get my fucking tonsils removed, but we never had that shit done. I used to have problems with like my tonsils always swelling up fucking like tennis balls and shit. Never had those removed though. Just kind of salved it out. And then when I became an adult, that shit just stopped. Just fucking out of nowhere. Just decided to fucking chill out. I don't know what it was. 
maybe I was just like my hands were dirty or something. I know once I became an adult, I started becoming more anal about washing my hands, keeping my hands clean. I don't even like touching ATM machines or like gas pumps without fucking washing my hands afterwards. I'd never reach out and grab door handles at like a business. I'm always like doing it with my, my shirt or something like that, my elbow. And back in the day, I didn't give a fuck about none of that. Probably running around with like microscopic doo-doo hands. Probably had doo-doo fingers, didn't even know it. And then back then, also when you're younger, you're like making out with chicks and doing shit like this randomly. Not really giving a fuck. Running around with pee-pee boners, just trying to fucking make out with anything that could walk on two feet. And these days, you know... My lady and I have been together 10 years. It's not like I'm out there running around making out with random chicks that are also going out making out with random dudes. And next thing you know, fucking it's like 400 people are all kissing together, sharing the same sicknesses. So I don't get colds. I don't get sick very often. I haven't had a sore throat in fucking forever. And thank God, because again, when I was younger, Jesus, sore throats were fucking the goddamn ruined my life when I was a kid trying to swallow and feel like you're swallowing fucking sandy rocks and shit like you're swallowing cat litter that shit was terrible <laughs> I remember trying to eat a VBJ and just feeling like I'm literally swallowing gravel it sucked um, my son used to get him all the time too sore throats but we actually did get his tonsils removed He's, he got his tonsils and his adenoids removed and I kind of feel like, even though I don't get sore throats anymore, I feel like I still probably should have had my tonsils and my adenoids removed because I do have a tough problem breathing out my fucking nose. Especially right now. Can't breathe out my damn nose. Have no clarity in my vocal track right now. Talking on with the deep, talking on the deep ends. But yeah, I have a tough time breathing at night, too. I feel like I have to have a fan blowing in my face half the time just to fucking breathe when I'm laying at night. So I probably should have had my tonsils and my adenoids removed, but fuck doing that now. It's too late to apologize. It's too late. And fucking earaches, bro. Earaches were another thing I used to have all the time that I never get as an adult. Earaches are fucking a disaster. Feeling like your head has a goddamn M80 bomb that just like went off in the inside of your fucking ear canal. Ugh. I don't wish earaches on anybody. I used to get those all the time. And again, just like with the sore throats and just like how I used to get sick all the time. No idea. Why did I get earaches all the fucking time? Actually, come to think of it, one thing that I used to do when I was a kid that I never, ever, ever do as an adult Swimming. It's probably all it was. Fucking going underwater all the time inside these swimming pools. Looking back at it, I'm about 90% sure that's probably all it was. Going underwater, swimming. I used to love swimming when I was a kid. I don't give a fuck about swimming as an adult. Does anyone as an adult actually give a fuck about swimming that's not an alcoholic? I mean, really, the only time I would swim in as an adult is if I was fucking smashed or getting, you know, drinking. Either getting drink or either getting drunk or stoned or fucking mixing both together. Other than that, why the fuck are you in the pool, you fucking weirdo? The pool's for fucking little kids and like super hot 20 year olds. Not for goddamn 40 years old. The fuck am I gonna do in a swimming pool, you goddamn weirdo? Unless you're, again, hammered. If you're hammered, you're that you're that you're trying to be that cool guy. Yeah, let's go down to the pool. Let's go down to the pool. All right. And all the families you see down there, all the dudes wearing sunglasses, fucking with their tans, trying to look all cool that are in their mid thirties down at the pool and shit. Let's keep it real. They're all coked up. <laughs> They're all coked out drinking, fucking watching NASCAR and shit. These aren't fucking responsible people. They just look like it because they have kids. You just assume like, oh, that's a happy family. Yeah, it looks like that. But they're all doing coke, getting fucking loaded. I could promise you that. That's why they're at the goddamn pool. They're not there because their kids want to be there. I mean, they are because their kids want to be there. But at the same time, they just put up with the shit because, again, they're fucking yayed out. Goddamn assholes. 
I've seen it way too much in my life. I got experience in this shit. <laughs> so fuck swimming. I'm not going to be in no goddamn public pool. I'm not going to be at the lake. Fuck goes to the lake. Once you get to like 25, 30, once you've been with a woman for fucking 10 years, who gives a fuck about the lake? If I'm going to be at the lake, it's to fish, maybe to go camping, some shit. I'm not going to be out there in fucking 10 feet of water, going underneath water, doing handstands. Fucking idiot. That's exactly why I had all those earaches. Probably had like fish come in my ear. Goddamn bass semen. Fucking duck goo. Some frog vomit all in the ear canal and wondering why I'm running around. Can't fucking hear out of one of my ears for six weeks. In the worst pain I've ever dealt with in my life. Like my ears a fucking active volcano. Exploding hot fucking juices all over the side of my shoulder and shit. Fucking missing hella time at school. Dude, I miss so much time in school. I would say probably 70% of the time I missed any time in school was because of a fucked up ear infection. I used to get in ear infections regularly. Like, I'm shocked I could even, that I'm not fucking permanently deaf right now from all the ear infections I had when I was a child. I do, and the funny thing is, I do have fucked up hearing in my left ear. My right ear, I could hear just fine. My left ear... I cannot hear lower fr lower frequencies. Anything under probably about 500 hertz. Nope, I can't hear that shit. And, I, and and come to think of it, it was my left ear that I always had problems with. It was weird. Like every time I had an ear infection, it wasn't my my right ear. It was always my left. It was always my fucking left ear that was exploded. Oh man, I hated that shit, waking up in severe pain. I would go to bed feeling perfectly fine, and then I would just wake up in the middle of the night, like, in the worst pain. What the fuck is wrong with my ear? Can't fucking hear, it's all plugged up. My right ear, my right ear is cold to the touch, but my left ear, the one that's bugging me, is like super hot, like just my ear is running a fever and nothing else is. My ear's got a 110 degree temperature. <laughs> And I just remember it'd be like two, three in the morning and I'm like, oh my God, I would go in the bathroom fucking trying to see what was going on. Of course, I didn't help anything. Just ultimate pain standing there in the bathroom, cold as fuck, just wanting to go back to bed, knowing I'm supposed to go outside and go to the fucking bus stop and go to school in a few hours. Being terrified because my grandmother made it seem like we could never miss school. If you miss one day of school, you're fucking grounded for what could be a month or longer. Remember going in her room, just being terrified. I can like vividly remember my grandma sleeping in bed and me going into her room and having just like the worst fucking earache or just having the flu or whatever it may have been. And just me staring at her laying there sleeping and I'm just not wanting to wake her up but at the same time i'm in such pain i'm like fuck i really t i can't go to school today man i need to just lay down and relax we might need to go to the goddamn hospital i need to get some medication for my ear or some shit right and just being absolutely terrified to wake her up and be like tap her on her shoulder and I can even like envision myself doing it. I remember standing there and thinking like how I was gonna fucking wake her up without pissing her off to be like, hey, I can't go to school today. My ear, something's wrong with my ear. And I just remember standing over her shoulder and she's sleeping and I could, I could never bring myself to just push her shoulder immediately to wake her up, you know, give her a little tap. Hey, grandma, mom, mom. I used to call her mom because, again, she raised me, so my grandma to me is kind of more like my mom. So I'm fucking pushing her on her shoulder. Mom, mom, wake up, wake up. Yeah, yeah. My ear is hurting. I need to stay home from school today. I couldn't bring myself to do that shit. I just remember being fucking terrified, and I think it was just because I didn't want to be grounded. Half the time, she wouldn't even think I was being honest. She thought I'd be just bullshitting. I remember going to school so many times where I should have probably been like in a goddamn emergency room getting some fucking steroids for my throat or something. Throat being so bad, I could barely fucking breathe. I had so many issues with just sinus problems, ear infections. It was all sinus related, either ears or throat. 
Something was very wrong when I was a kid growing up. I had bloody noses fucking regularly, especially in the middle of the night. I would just wake up in the middle of the night, blood spewing out my fucking nose like I got socked in the face in the middle of my in the middle of the night. Happened regularly, and that was another thing that just stopped out of nowhere once I got to a certain age. My nose would bleed like my grand. You know, it'd be hilarious if it was really just my grandma coming in the room. She fucking hated my ass, and she just socked me in my nose as hard as she could, and she ran out. <laughs> and that's why my nose was bleeding. But yeah, I had nosebleeds, I'm talking hundreds of times. Every pillowcase I owned when I was younger had like red, you know, blood stains on the damn pillowcase. I remember fucking keeping huge wads of toilet paper stashed on the side of my bed so that if I did wake up with a bloody nose, I wouldn't have to go all the way to the bathroom. I could just fucking reach over and grab a wad of toilet paper and try to get it to stop so I can go back to bed. And out of nowhere, these nosebleeds stopped. Now that I'm an adult, I say now like I've only been an adult for three months, but since becoming an adult for the last 22 years or whatever, I haven't had a fucking nosebleed, I can't even think. I maybe have, I maybe have had like one or two in the last 25 years, 20 years. But for some reason, when I was young, fucking nosebleeds all the fucking time somewhere caused by me just being a stupid little kid picking my nose you got a crusty booger up there that's hecka hurting and you're trying to get it out and you fucking scratch it too hard and you you know rupture one of your blood vessels in your nose and you fucking have a bloody nose yeah there's plenty of those but i'm talking there's so many of me just doing nothing just sitting there doing nothing, not touching my face, not touching my nose, not running, not exerting myself, and just out of nowhere, an eruption from my nose, just projectile vomiting blood everywhere. It's crazy. And then that shit just stopped. Got to a certain age and it just stopped. And for some reason, my son's dealing with similar issues. My son's also been having bloody noses all the time, just fucking out of nowhere, waking him up. When I Google it and look into it, I can't, I have no idea what the fuck is going on. And I promise you, I'm not punching my kid in the face when he's sleeping. But we tend to grow out of these weird things, just like, like cold sores. I used to get like cold sores in my mouth all the time, inside of my mouth and on the outside, especially if I was out in the sun. If I got a sunburn when I was outside, my lips, oh my God, my lips would straight up look like burnt charcoal hot dogs. Like if you just left charcoal, if you just left hot dogs on the grill for fucking two hours, it's literally what the, the outer layer of my lips would look like. It was horrendous when I was in elementary school and young. I remember getting made fun of all the time because my lips were fucking, <laughs> you'd think I had some creepy STD, some fucked up STD. I'm like 10 years old running around looking like I'm fucking... <laughs> blowing a line full of dudes and shit with fucking genital warts all on their ding on their dank dankalanks. But no, didn't do none of that. Just was out in the sun playing basketball and used to get these crazy sunburns and these cold sores and never understood why I got them. And then once I became an adult, guess what? Just like the sore throats, just like the bloody noses, just like the constant ear infections. I don't deal with none of that shit anymore. It's just all shit I dealt with as a kid that just, for whatever reason, completely magically went away as I became an adult. Don't understand why, but thank God I don't deal with it anymore. That shit would suck. I got bullied so hard because of my just literally cold sores or whatever the fuck on my lips that you want to call it. Sunburns, canker sores, herpes, whatever the fuck. And then as an adult, I don't deal with it. My son, bloody noses. Don't know why, dealing with them. Before he got his tonsils yanked, he, just like when I was a kid, always dealing with fucking sore throats all the fucking time. But feeling better these days. This is probably only the third cold I've had in the last 15 years. Shit, aside from having COVID, like I was talking about earlier in the podcast, aside from having COVID a year or two ago, Fuck, I went on like a 10, 15 year run where I didn't even have a, a cold or nothing. No flus, nothing. I don't get no flu shots. Fuck all that. Didn't get the COVID vaccine. Nope, not tonight. Not tonight. I was about to get the COVID vaccine. One of my buddies, Mike, he like convinced me. 
during the middle of the pandemic. He's like, bro, anyone that doesn't get that is fucking stupid. You're fucking dumb if you don't get the vaccine. And he was the first person to kind of convince me and make me feel like, because I look up to this dude. I respect Mike. He's uh, one of the smartest homies I've had. And I'm like, damn, if he's telling me I should get it, I should definitely get it. So I fucking called up uh, Rite Aid or whatever it was and had an appointment set up. I was going to get the, um, I can't remember which version. I want to say the Pfizer one, if I remember correctly. Here nor there, there was like three of them. Pfizer, there was the fucking the XIV, and then the fucking Dog Pound 47. The three different ones that you can get. And I wanted the Pfizer one, I believe it was. Um, long story short, the day of the appointment, they called me and left a voicemail. Or they called me and I spoke with them. It wasn't a voicemail. They called me, I spoke with them, and they, they mentioned they didn't have the Pfizer one. They're like, unfortunately, we didn't get that shipment in today. We got the other ones. Would you like to still come in and get the other one? And for some reason, my mind was like, bro, if there ever was a God, that's God telling you to duck this vaccine and just not get it. And because of that, I decided, fuck it. I'm not getting this shit. For better or worse, I'm not getting this shit. Now I'm at the point where I'm like, dude, maybe I dodged a bullet. I don't know. I'm not going to get in any conspiracies as to whether or not the, the vaccine works, or, but it seems like it doesn't work. I'm not going to sit here and act like it's causing all kinds of crazy side effects because I don't have any proof or know for sure, but not tonight. I did not get that. Da -da 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 -da. With that said, this is the Super Hockey Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. This is episode fucking 13, I believe, you guys. Fucking 13. We're talking 13 hours of me just talking. Fucking ticket. Actually, 13 was uh, Dead Eagles. So, no, this would be 14. Either way, that's a lot of hours of me talking, you guys. Thank you so much for listening. If you'd like to send an email in, superhonkypodcast at gmail.com. Um, much love to everybody. Go Niners. Go Sacramento Kings. And I leave you with this beautiful song of mine. Goodbye. She thought that I would laugh, but I'm a killer with the past. Tie you up behind the truck and drag you till you pass. I'm in the woods raging like a man behind the glass. And every day I sit at home and joke that I will not relapse. Suicide, do or die, who am I kidding? Unified genocide, petrified critics. Side with the devil, paying homage to the image. And I tried to get away, but I could never go get it. Twisted with the thoughts, I ain't never like cops They manipulate the masses, then abuse their own laws Everybody's sucking up, but I don't use straws Bible written by a human, don't be selling no God Addicts in the street, the walking dead up in the yard So we keep our kids at home because there's needles in the park I'm the chain, I'm the noose, I'm the hollow in the dark I'm the fin in the ocean when you're screaming out Cause I, I've got them bars, I got them beats I've got them hooks, I got that heat I've got them bars, I got them beats you know we had to bring I've got them hooks, yeah. I got that heat I make my own beats, I ain't never had a team Martin Luther had a dream, then they shot him in the streets It's a cold ass world, I'm an old bastard But I still got gas, drink 40s like Earl Bars and beats too, I'm in your head shampoo Got an Audi on 24s, what about you, bitch? Chopper got a full clear, Chicago with the bullshit Sacramento raised sideways in this damn bitch Benny on his own three, put rice in a bowl and I'm stirring up beef Please, you don't even want no peace I'm all up in their ass like a colonoscopy I hate you people overall, I told you that's the protocol Two in your pink and one in your butt and throw you like a bowling ball Give my mom a fucking call and ask her if I'm on it all I'm flowing like Niagara, bro, I mean that I'm a water Cause ball. I, I've got them bars, I got them beats I've got them hooks, I Like I'm Donald Trump 
Hated by my white folks, I don't give a fuck Big boy wheels on them big boy trucks Made 85 bands moving weed in a month Black and white teams getting high with my skunk Try to lock me up, I run away like Forrest Gump With a badass bitch, give a fuck about a thought I don't need a boat, baby, I will go and get a yacht Chefs in the kitchen cooking, whipping up a pot Black master card, watch it hit her G-spot I don't need to beat her pussy up to know that I am hot I'm the hardest motherfucker coming out the boondocks Grew up hanging biggie twist to do a die M I've been studying this game since most of you were just jizz Hit him with the jab, hey, make us to the ribs You could throw away the list, I'm the number one pick Grandma used to lock me in my room every day It's no wonder why I grew up with this goddamn rage The only good it did was keep me out of them gangs Now I'm like Hank Hill, bro, selling propane Fire like I'm Liu Kang, everything I do bang Method to this madness, I'm a one-man Wu-Tang Wide body kit, when I park, I'm taking two lanes If I rev it up, then out the back, you're seeing blue flames Predatory beast, and I've been moving up the food chain Products on my face, and every month I'm buying new frames Never was consistent, now I'm dropping every few days It's not like I won't trust you, it's that I know that you're too Cause I, I've got them bars, I got them beats I've got them hooks, I Sick, check you into a clinic And I'm the hottest motherfucker Chicken cooking a skillet Old school looters Still got all my old boomers And I'm shooting 50 cal I'm an old damn shooter Bad bitch, I'm going down Wearing my scuba And if her pussy smell like tuna I will wrap my tuba I could've fucking had it But I'm so damn manic Ain't my firstborn Madden by an S4 wagon I'm the biggest damn fish Taking up the whole pond Never that I'm a great white shark Like Jaws You were just a backstop I don't need a backdrop Kobe with the fadeaway you were like a mascot, I leave them feeling blue Like I'm spitting in their food In the early bird gets the worm, you were just rude Hit rock bottom, I am winner, you were autumn Told my best friend before we took his life that I would be a problem I'm chasing this cabbage like a goddamn rabbit Unabomber in the woods, where the fuck is my cabin? You don't really wanna battle when my buckshot scatter Michael Jordan with the mic, you and shit creek pattern Cause I've got them bars, I got them beats I've got them hooks, I got that heat I've got them bars, I got them beats I've got them hooks, I got that heat I've got them bars, I got them beats I've got them hooks, I got that heat